I will do my best not to moan and groan throughout this show. How but did, I was telling. How did that happen? <laughs> how did this happen? What happened? Tell everybody. Okay, so. And this is not, in case my brother listens to this podcast, this is not at all to make my brother feel bad, but I helped my brother move a piece of furniture out of his place. They're, they're moving into a new house. I helped him move this piece of furniture that my dad built, and it's a basically like a wardrobe. It is very, very heavy. And we had to move it down uh, some really tight stairs onto a trailer, into a new house, into the house, and then in, down a hallway into a bedroom. And... Somewhere along the line, one of my ribs popped out of place. What? I, at, the, at the time, it just felt like, oh, yeah, I'm getting older. My back hurts when I lift heavy things because it does. And then I realized that a couple of days into it, like the, the pain was not in my back. It was kind of in my side, you know, and I could, I could feel more directly where it was. And so I started – and this has happened before. This isn't the first time. Um, anyway, so over the past couple of days, I've just been – Feels like somebody's kind of. Doesn't your brother me realize? Doesn't your brother realize that what a precious YouTuber you are, and that you should be handling <laughs> things? Doesn't he realize this? <laughs> I offered to help because I wanted to help. Okay. Totally. When people me. ask me to help or do something like that, I say I'll 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 pay for you go, somebody. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> I say no. You want if if you find somebody, I will pay you, and that's how I will help. I say if that person's <laughs> hundred for the day, I will give you the hundred because I have more important things to do. Okay. okay. That's, that's Even my brother, my brother John, years years ago, he would always say, "Hey, I'm coming to town. Uh, can you pick me up at the airport?" I was like, "I will pay for your taxi. I will not go to the airport. <laughs> I'm not picking you up." <laughs> and I was like, "Don't you realize at this this day and age, no one's picking anybody up at the airport? Just use the taxi service, and I will pay you for your." Yeah. Your well, trip. I mean, in New York, yes. I mean, yeah. where I've always lived. Going to the airport's no big deal. It's just like driving over to the thing, no traffic. But in New York, that's like a day's worth of planning. That is true. Yeah. When I go to Albany Airport, it's just like you roll up. This is usually three cars there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking I'm picking up my mother in law tonight at the airport. Mm. Well, anyway, I'll try not to groan throughout the show. Um I did I think I got my rib back in place by some stretching and stuff. Yuck. Um which is actually not that hard to do. And I learned a lot about Re, like resetting your joints and stuff while I was researching this. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's actually a condition, which I do not have, it's very rare, called slippery rib syndrome. Have you ever heard of this? Slippery Sounds like a wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> slippery rib. <laughs> slippery rib. <laughs> Apparently there are some people who have ribs that constantly slip out of place. Huh. And that would be very, very painful. But anyway, I don't have that. Well. So I will try not to complain. Starting. Ow. Starting right now. Mm. Do my best. What's going on? What have you guys been up to? Dave, you go. I'll go. Um, I've been I, I I've been making my family these these candy dishes, and I w- I greatly underestimated how long it would take to make thirteen candy dishes. Like greatly Ooh. underestimated. Thirteen of anything. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of. <clears throat> it's on the CNC, so you would think, oh yeah, you're the CNC is doing all the work. But I prepped all the wood from rough milled lumber. Like nothing was planed. Uh, so I had to plane everything and and uh and then there's three bit changes for each for each bowl. And I don't have a I don't have a changer and that takes a lot of time and the sanding was was insane. And then, then the video is coming out I think tomorrow, which would be 
yesterday for those of you listening. That's confusing to me. Um, and I think in the, in the video, I said, I just ran out of time and I did not meet my own sanding standards for this project. My family is going to love me no matter what. Uh, yeah. So uh, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. And it was so it was just one of those things like I had to give up and just uh, let it go as as it is. And so that's that's what I've been doing day and night for the last few days. My grandpa Christmas video is coming out on Christmas. Like it, it, if if uh, if you've missed a couple episodes, grandpa reached out to me and said, "Hey, let's do another video." And of course, I'm going to be like, "Yes, please." And so I went over there a few weeks ago and shot a video. We decided to release it on Christmas, where he just talks about. Uh, it's very. It'll be a very quick video, but. He's in his wood shop every day, 99 years, years old, and uh, he just wants people to be nice to each other. And so do I. So Grandpa's a good dude. And then That's sweet. I got so I got three videos coming out. It's December 22nd, and I got three videos coming out yet in December. And then I'm working on a toilet paper roll stand. So it's got a it'll be it'll hold a roll of toilet paper, but it'll hold more underneath. And then it's also going to have a phone holder because who doesn't need a place to put their phone while taking care of business? So that is what <laughs> I'm working on. I am, and then I, I lose a couple of days because of the holiday. So like I am overwhelmed. Christmas is always overwhelming to me. Uh, I, I don't have like warm, gushy feelings about Christmas. It's always been kind of stressful for me my entire life because I've lived with divorced parents. And so you would I would get the the guilt of like I would have to make the choice of which family I'm going to. That's a tough choice for a kid. And then there's the the guilt uh associated with that. And then in my 20s I worked at Kmart and Kmart Christmas time was was awful. And now I make Christmas gifts, which just like I don't know why I put so much pressure on myself at this this time. So uh, I am next year. You can spread the the making the gift making out earlier, like over the course of November and well, December. Well, you would think. You would think. You would think. I'm yeah. a I'm a well, last. I have I have illusions of all. I'm going to do this thing next year. <laughs> right. I'm going to do this yeah. thing next year to prepare for Christmas. Yeah. You uh, before we hit uh, record, you were talking about like I am I am tired for for the year, and I was like I am totally with you on being exhausted i am ready i think we're gonna take a break next week and i i think i'm actually going to take a break next week and just kind of hang out recollect uh enjoy some time with with kelly and not worry about work yeah this morning one of my first thoughts when i got up because everybody else was asleep or gone my wife's gone for the morning and one of the first things i thought was you know what I'd really like to do? Play video games with my kids and work on my car for the next two weeks. There you go. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah. I think I might just do that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm working on the trailer. It's gonna. It's like in the last final few minutes, literally, like in the final. Sure. I'm, what's funny is I'm thinking of it as, as a metaphor for video. <laughs> when I said I'm in the final few minutes. Oh. Because <laughs> I was just thinking how the edit's going to work out this morning. I'm in the final few minutes of the edit. So uh, actually, I haven't edited anything yet, but I'm in the final few minutes of finishing the actual trailer. So probably by Friday, it'll definitely, definitely be buttoned up, and then it'll be just a touch-up. And uh, it's this is so many little things to resolve, how materials come together, how do you resolve this material approaching that material, and 
what does that look like? Does it need caulking? If not, then how do you handle it? And using laminate, Chris Zepp helped me this week put in a couple sheets of laminate. And one piece we brought in laminate's like, I don't know, $220 a sheet. And we bring it in and I'm like, no, 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 no. You go that way. You go that way. And the piece just broke into a hundred pieces. It developed a little tiny crack and went trying to like, and and of course the camera wasn't rolling. I was like, damn, the battery's dead. So I plugged the camera. I'm like, this is the same as the last three we did. And this was the one where it's covered with glue and it's fallen all over us into pieces. So that was pretty stressful, but it all worked out. I had, it was my second sheet of 200 plus dollar laminate that I broke. When I first unboxed laminates, like 11 or 12 sheets, I tried to roll one up and it just immediately like burst into pieces. It's like, because I guess, why did this break? Usually I'm able to roll up this 10 foot formica. It's like five by 10 feet. And it, uh, I guess it was cold out. So I knew how fragile it was. So when I brought it in, I laid it on the, on the heated floor in the shop and, and it was easy to handle. But that day me and Chris ended up popping that piece was because of a crinkle. It was like it wanted to roll and bolt. It wanted to bend this way and this way at the same time. And it developed like a bink. And then that crack just immediately said it was like ice on a lake. It just like broke in every direction. Tried to save it. I was like, no, 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 save it. Keep going. Keep going. Don't abort mission. He's like, no, no, let's stop. Like, keep going. And the thing just broke in every direction. But so I have enough laminate. That was a big stress point there when that broke. I was like really nervous. I was going to have to piece a few pieces together and hide seams. And but I did the catapult thing. This catapult thing is a little oddball of a project, which I posted this morning on this Wednesday morning because it has some promotion for the website for Christmas. So we're trying to get it in before Christmas. So, And I don't know if I'll have a video for Saturday. But I've been developing these kits where things are going to be on a sprue. A couple of weeks ago when I was with Derek, I was developing the Whirly Gig, the two blacksmiths hitting the anvil. That might be a metal kit and... This hmm. catapult's going to be another kit, and I have about three or four other ones. Um, <laughs> I just got a text message. I don't know who it's from. It just popped up on my computer. It says, I don't quite understand this catapult thing, but I really like it. <laughs> 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 the catapult was actually Adam's idea. Adam's my web guy. He's like, wouldn't it be fun if, and he came up with it right around the same time we were doing a, a catapult on the TV show. We do a big, giant catapult on the TV show. And uh, which will be airing in March, April, I think. But yeah, no. So that's uh, that's my week. So right as soon as we're done, I'm going to go right outside and start doing finishing touches on the trailer. And I today I promised it would be done today to the client and the guy who would come and pick it up. I texted him. He's an old friend. I said, "Are you coming Wednesday? Just checking, checking, checking for a friend." And he said, "Because I don't have any plans." He goes, "They haven't told me what to do yet." I was like, "All right, cool." I said, "Because I'll have it done Friday." But I said, if you come after Christmas, that would be really awesome. So they're probably going to pick it up in the week in between. And in the meantime, I'm just going to be able to do finishing touches on it. I'll probably have the video ready. I'll probably get a video like the first week of January. That in my porch, my porch is getting close to being done as well. I've been stealing minutes away. You're going to see that porch video go from July 3rd <laughs> till... January, like, 5th. Snow on the ground. It's just one time-lapse GoPro that's been going for six months. <laughs> yeah, I keep changing the DeWalt battery plug that's on it. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be a fun video to edit. It's cross so, three hard drives. I have a question for both of you. So, David, you said you got three videos ready, and I'm assuming that those are lined up to go out over the next three weeks or so. And then, no, Jimmy, no, you no. have... I have three videos no? coming out before the end of December. Okay, well, that even furthers my question then. 
So if you guys have all these things done for like right now, like we're all working for right now. Yeah. Have you looked at January, no. February? <laughs> Absolutely next year not at all. I am a right now person. I, no, mm. I'm like a couple of days out. That's it. I have no idea what's going on in those next few weeks. <laughs> I do know that I want to. I I kind of had a loose conversation with Lincoln about putting out the truck restoration video in March, and that's where I, I bought a flatbed. I'm going to remake the flatbed for this truck with welding. So I might, uh, that's definitely something I want to start. As soon as the trailer is out of my shop and I have room, I'm going to bring in my truck and start working on that. I'm going to paint the cab and remake the bed. So that's, I'm really looking forward to doing that. That's, you know, the more time goes by, the more I'm interested in doing car restoration and digging into stuff like that. So that's, that's something I really am looking forward to doing. And that's something that's fun to do in the winter months because my shop is well heated. So I could be in there, be like 10 degrees outside and I'm in my shop all cozy. I do have projects that don't have a deadline, but are I hope to work on in January and February. I've got um, I got uh, uh, I, I got a Prusa printer, and uh, I told them I would do a 3D printers for woodworkers sometimes. So I'm going to work on that in January. So I'm coming up with like I don't know five to ten projects that you could make as a woodworker on your 3D printer, and then my my buddy Clay. Um, he has this electric piano from the early eighties. Uh, it's a Yamaha and, uh, he, he toured with it. This thing weighs like hundreds of pounds or whatever, but I'm taking that and then getting rid of all the plastic and all the vinyl on there and redoing it out of wood. So I'm turning this old electric piano, um, into this piece of art we'll, we'll say so that's something i'm working on it's currently in the shop right down the road getting getting some electrical stuff fixed on it and then when that's done i get it and i'll work on that and then i got a little um uh uh i don't i don't, don't want to make it sappy and i've been putting this project off so i i don't get sappy but i want to make a little urn for weens who passed away a couple months ago so that's been that's been sitting there and then I got this amazing, it's like a textbook. Um, it's like a school textbook, or at least it costs that much, uh, book on guitar building, like from from scratch, electric guitar building. We're talking like neck, body, electronics, all of that. And it's really de- in de- uh, like great detail and depth. And so I'm going to build one off camera so I can kind of work out the bugs. And then I'm going to build two on camera, one on the CNC, one without the CNC and that's a casual project. That'll be like a mini R2D2 project where I'm not, it's, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not going to take me a lifetime, but it's something I want to work on the first half of the year. So I have ideas of what I want to do, but nothing is, is scheduled and I'm always open. And I usually just kind of like, I want to work on this this week. Or sometimes you have obligations with the sponsor and you have to pitch them an idea. So once you pitch them, uh, the idea, like then that video is is stuck for that particular week. You have to do that, but that's that's me. How about you? Yeah. Oh, I I'm working until the end of the year, and just next year seems like it's several years away from now. Yeah. So I, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> like I need to be planning into that because we're gonna get back from everybody taking time off, and then all of a sudden, like now what? You know. So we're gonna have to jump back into it. I wish. I think I would feel more comfortable. I wish that I had some stuff planned to jump right back into, but it's just, this year has been a lot of just trying to keep up and trying to like, you know, 
keep the balls in the air kind of thing. I think our lives have always been keep up. It seems like that. That's true. Maybe, yeah. I think. I think. I mean, we've we've set ourselves up for this. Yeah, we thrive on trying to keep up. I don't know that I thrive on it. I think I'm I'm okay at it. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) but I think I would prefer to have a little bit of runway, you know, like ahead, so I could. I don't know. But I think my tastes are changing a little bit too mm-hmm. over the you know let's I think we could talk about this past year today and maybe what we're kind of looking forward for next year but I think one of the things I've noticed that my tastes have changed a lot over the year about how I spend my time and about you know you know how uh how I'm divvying up my attentions between life and work and you know working right now and working ahead and all that stuff it's changed a little bit for me but um, over the past couple of weeks, I've been, well, I've talked about the bathroom for several weeks, the last bathroom in our house that we did, that we've renovated. Video's finally done and approved. It's going out tomorrow. So again, yesterday for people who are listening. And then we also finished up the video for next week. So I'm finished making videos for the month, which year, which is cool. Um, and I won't completely spoil it, but if anybody is a Minecraft fan, mm. uh, there's a woodworking project that's Minecraft related for next week. Hmm. So don't miss it because hmm. I think it's really cool. It turned out really awesome. Wooden computer? <laughs> no. Hmm. But that's a good idea. Hmm. Actually, a lot of people have asked me to make a wooden computer case over the years. Um, and when Geeks Craft, I don't know if you've ever seen their stuff. It's awesome. But they made a laser cut wood computer case so like earlier in the year. And it is awesome. It is very, very cool. Definitely check that out. But, um, yeah, for me, the bathroom is the the thing that's kind of been, uh, you know, looming. It's done. This next project's done. So I'm kind of wrapped up for the year, I think. I'm going to take the next week or so and relax. It was funny because I wanted to work on the car rotisserie, and I've started it. This week was the plan. I was going to heads down, just kind of do a lot of welding, and and then my rib did the weird rib thing. And so lifting heavy steel and... Leaning down to weld is not a lot of fun right now. So we're just going to pause that hmm. a little bit. But um, that's what I've been up to. So, yeah, I think we should uh, kind of talk about this last year. Work-related, personal-related, whatever. Doesn't matter, but just kind of wrap up the year. Um, actually, one more thing before we do that. One more thing I wanted to say. that We've gotten a lot of really amazing messages this year and i've passed most of them along to you guys but we have gotten a lot of just really kind uh encouraging you know just messages through patreon or over twitter or whatever and a lot of them have said i feel like i'm just hanging out with my friends in the shop Mm -hmm. talking about stuff when they listen to this show and that means a huge amount to me and i think it does to you guys too yeah um and so i i guess for the three of us I want to say thank you to all the people who've sent those really kind, encouraging messages in. And I'm really glad to hear that you feel like you're hanging out with friends. I hope you think of us that way. That that means a lot. Yeah, so Thank you. Thanks for that. So, 2021. Woo! Thumbs up, thumbs down. Let's just start there. Oh, thumbs oh, up. I had yeah. a great year. Yeah. Good, good. I had a great, great year. I mean, I could start since I'm talking, but I'm looking back. You know what's fun to do? Go back through your iPhone and look at what you did this year. That's kind of my visual diary. And You're just like, screenshot, screenshot, <laughs> screenshot, <laughs> email, looking. screenshot. This is the first picture that I took last year. This is January 2nd. And it's me with a bird on my shoulder. 
picture of me in the backyard with snow on the ground, which it seems like we're the furthest thing from possibly ever getting snow anymore. It's right now it's about 40 degrees outside. It's crazy. The first thing I made last year was this, uh, me and Derek did these, these hot stamp leather coasters. That was just more of a demonstration. And, uh, that was, uh, that was funny. It says happy new year to the makers of the universe 2021. And, uh, I had a great year. I had a great year. I connected with Walmart this year, which I kind of been sneaking a little bit here and there. We got products coming into the store in January, uh, February, maybe February. We're doing a 400 store test, which was great. And this time last year, I was making toolboxes. So I was making me and Aaron were CNCing toolboxes for the website. And then one of the tool, I did a video to promote the toolboxes on the website. And then that got the attention of Walmart. And so now I'm selling those toolboxes that are flat packed with other products as well into Walmart. So that's really exciting. And, and that led to another really incredible relationship, which is just starting, which I was talking about last week a little bit on the after show. I'm going to be developing a, a manufacturing company with a couple of guys. That was great this year. Did the television show for a big streaming network, which uh, rhymes with, it's funny because uh, Chris Zepp keeps saying, check, what, what, <laughs> checks mix. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because he knows on That's his podcast, great. he's not allowed to say it because Derek's on the show. So he says, you know, the streaming network, checks mix. So uh, we got a show coming to checks mix um, this year. Still not allowed to say it, but. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it's a really good streaming network. It tastes great. A lot of salt. And uh, <laughs> that's exciting. You know, I saw, I saw episodes of the show. We did a little streaming group party a couple weeks ago. And there's so many funny moments in it. It's just such a weird show. I just, it's, but it's made for kids. The show is made for little kids. It's hmm. like the Willy Wonka of making shows. That's awesome. So we'll see what happens there. It's really funny and silly and stupid. And it just reminds me, I got to keep trying to lose weight, even though every time I try, it doesn't work. <laughs> and... Uh, which, by the way, Jocko, if you're listening, Jocko and I have agreed to try and do the let's lose weight packed again. <laughs> so oh. we'll see if it works again this year. I said, okay, let's weigh in next week. And he's like, are you kidding me? He goes, I can't wait until January 1st because Christmas is coming. There's no way I'm going to be able to make it through <laughs> Christmas. So Jocko and I are going to start doing weigh-ins again. Um, but no, it's been a fantastic year. Right? It just, it's just amazing. It's crazy to look back. And I think like people always say, what was your heyday of YouTube? And like 2016, 2017, I think of all like the shows we went to and, you know, all the little breakthrough friendships that have occurred since then or at, around, at and around that point. It was five years ago we did making it. So it's been five years. And then I just, I keep going through my phone and seeing these things that remind me of, you know, what a what a charmed life I have and and how privileged I am to be able to just make silly things and and show them off and inspire people and then get paid in various ways because of that. Like last night, Taylor knew I was working all day yesterday and we had a date last night. She's like, she's like, how'd it go today? I go, oh, I uploaded the video. Let me show you the last couple of clips where I pretend, because I asked her if you guys watched today's video where I... I used the catapult to make smoothies, to make pasta. It was just so silly. It was a completely stupid, ridiculous thing I did. And then at one point, I, was, I wanted to throw a piece of salami onto a piece of bread, but I had no bread. All I had was a piece of salami. So I said, oh, well, let me just throw it, see if it sticks to the mirror. So I just 
catapulted a piece of salami and it sticks to the mirror and tails like nice if somebody told you 20 years ago you were going to get paid to make a toy that throws wet salami onto a piece of glass do you think that you would <laughs> like if somebody isolated this one little moment of your life and showed it back to you 10 years earlier what would you think like i'd be happy be happy that i'm throwing salami in a, in a house that i that's paid for so uh yeah so i it's it's just it's been a charm life and i get to experiment with things and i get to get paid for it and and it's it's crazy because uh, I did an interview. It's going to be my um, the podcast because we make with uh, Ethan and Vincent, and uh, I just lost my train of thought. But listen to that podcast because we talk about how. Um, oh, it, the, the thought was all the various different things I've done in my life, how they all come together making YouTube videos that are kind of loosely based on making products, loosely based on creating content, you know, loosely based on inspiration, you know, all those things go into it. So, yeah, I just, uh, I'm just thankful for everything I have. And I can't, I can't forget, you know, how, how obscure my career is and <laughs> how much fun it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the people that listen and the people that support me are a big part of that. So thank you. And, you know, it's, uh, not to end on a, on a, you know, a little bit of a downer note, but, you know, we lost Aaron this year and just got to, you know, keep remembering what he brought to my life and, you know, what a big inspiration he was. So yeah. that's it. That's, I mean, I don't know. I'll take a break to breathe for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I had a, I had a good year. I, I found, I really found that, that hobby that I need outside of making content which is racing go-karts that's just the the thing i absolutely loved that's awesome um and i at first when i got started i'm like i want to film this and, and share this and then i just realized like down you know as i ended the second year i'm like i want to do this for myself and i'm glad i found that thing this is that thing that that i enjoy and when i'm there I don't even I don't even think about doing Instagram stories because I'm so in the moment. So uh, I'm glad I I found that I've met some really really cool people and I've I've learned how to build an engine. I've learned how engines work. Uh, I'm learning the geometry of 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 steering and and navigating a racetrack. So that's been that's been fun. I looked through my videos as as you were talking for the past year. I'm like I had a good year, but I I look through it. And I'm like I think I played it safe. I I I played it safe this year, and I need to challenge myself to do something some things a little more a little more out there for for next year, and so that's what I'm going to work on. I I've got some ideas where I make things out of wood that aren't normally made out of wood. I have this old calculator that belonged to my grandma. Like it's or it belonged to my old my my grandpa who's no longer here and it sat on his desk in, in his office and it's just this big hunk of a calculator. And I want to take that case and make it make it out of wood. Make maybe make a whole stand for this calculator. So it's just this ridiculously hmm. large calculator that has its own stand on the floor. Like that sounds fun to me. So I want to <laughs> I want to I want to do things like that. I want to use my woodworking skills and the tools that I have to create things that are a little bit more challenging to myself. So um but yeah, like like Jimmy said just just a good year. Super crazy thankful that I get to 
make silly videos for a living. That's that's still bonkers. It still feels like I'm on vacation. It still feels like I have to go back into my old job at any point and start making websites again. It just, but I don't, and I'm I'm super lucky. I'm surrounded by good people here at the house, and uh, we've made the we've made the best out of out of COVID times. So very 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 thankful. Awesome. Yeah, I think, you know, the COVID stuff, everybody is dealing with it and everybody has had it affect them in different ways. You know, some people are dealing with a lot of the pain and personal stuff of it. Some people are just dealing with the kind of societal effects of it. And I mean, we've we've been really blessed to not have to personally deal with uh, a whole lot of loss or... um, sickness or anything like that and i'm speaking we for my family like i and i'm really really grateful for that of course there's inconvenience everybody's inconvenienced by the way that the world is right now but the world is always some way and the world is always inconvenient um depending on who you are and where you are and what you have to put up with and go through and stuff but past that i'm really grateful that even though this year has been frustrating and irritating in a lot of ways regard you know regarding COVID. It's affected the business in not great ways. It's uh, affected personal stuff. But all of that aside, I am super thankful that my family, my friends are safe and healthy and reasonable about all this stuff. And so that that means a whole lot to me. Um, I mean, personally, this past year, I don't want you guys have both been very positive about what you've said, and that's awesome, and I want to try to do that too. But I do have to pull back the curtain a little bit and say that personally, this year has been a little tough for me. Um, just and I and I honestly think it's just part of I'm at that age where I'm thinking about, you know, my kids are getting older, and I'm I'm looking at like wow, like my oldest is he's gonna be in high school next year the dynamic is going to change within my family over the next several years. So realizations like that, uh, realizations about age and about the part of life that you're in and stuff like that. And none of those things are bad, but they're real. And they're things that when, when you're confronted with them, if you haven't been already, they, they just make you think about all sorts of stuff, right? And some of that stuff is good. Some of that stuff is scary. Some of that stuff is bad. Some of that, whatever, and I think a lot of those things came to the front of my mind this year. And so, again, not not bad. Nothing bad has happened to me, but it's made me be very thinky <laughs> this year. And and that affects, you know, how thinky you are about things and how deeply you are focused on certain things affects how you relate to other people and how you relate to the the negative and positive stuff around you, you know, how you respond. And I think it's caused me not to respond in some of the best ways. And that's something I'm aware of. And I'm trying to be more patient with people and I'm trying to be more patient with myself and with the kids and with, you know. Um, so looking back on this past year, I've seen that I got, I got uh, graded, I got irritated with, the stuff I was being confronted with personally and then maybe took it out in the wrong ways. So I'm trying to correct that. And I think I've, I've come through a lot of that and I feel more hopeful, more positive for the future and for like, you know, making the most of the time that I have with the kids before they go to college and all of those things. Um, 
so it's good in that way that I feel like I've been confronted with stuff I've never really had to think about before in figuring out how to internalize it, figuring out how to deal with it and, and think through it. And, and also realizing that there's just so much about us and about our time that's out of our control. Like, 100%. it would be great if, if I had, you know, control over how things went. That'd be fantastic, but that is not realistic and it's for anybody. So yeah, it's think, like like being in a roller coaster and trying to like keep from moving. You got to just yeah, roll with it. Yeah, exactly. just got to roll with it. <laughs> Literally, yeah. lefts and rights and the ups and downs, and just take it as it comes. And how you I think hand, coming to how grips you handle, with that? Yeah, how yeah. you handle trauma that comes your way, and you know, is really important. You know, you don't want to cave yeah. in and just give up. Right, it's not an option. Yeah, so I think part of this year for me has been figuring out that thing. How flexible to be, how much to let myself move with the roller coaster and how much to try to hold in place. So, but, you know, outside of all that, um, I mean, the fact that we were able to find and afford a building is just bananas to me. And I am so grateful for that. I think that's been, it's been weird to be perfectly honest. It is, it is strange to have like, the guys that I'm so used to having behind me right here while we record the show are not there. And they're at a different place with different, you know, stuff in front of them. And, you know, I have to actively go there to hang out and to talk about things. And it's not just as natural as it was when it's right here. And I think that's a, that's a growing pain. So I see that as a positive thing, but it is strange to get used to, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely a, like a different dynamic that we're still trying to figure out and everything. But I am very grateful to have the place, the the room there, where it is in relation to my town and my home and, you know, all of that stuff. It's, it's amazing to have. So that's been probably the biggest kind of fundamental change for the business and stuff this year. And it's like I said, it's been really good, but it's also been really weird. It just comes with a bunch of other stuff that we got to figure out. Like, well, how do we how do we stay connected? How do as a team? How do we get? How do we have the same amount of like integration and friendship and silly time and all of that stuff that we had when we were back to back in the same room? You know. So, um, but I'm really excited about where that's what that's going to afford us over the next year, two, five years, something like that, to have that space and to have, um, you know, room for, for other people to come in, other brains and other tastes. And I'm pretty excited about all that stuff. So it's been, it's been a weird year. Yeah. It's been a very strange year. Um, I think a lot of people could say that. Yeah. I hope it's been a good year. It, it, there's a negative stuff. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say with all that stuff, there's negative stuff. COVID stuff, all of the things related to that, the way society is right now. It's tough. It's tough for everybody. But I hope that at least at this point in the year, we can look back and pull out the positive stuff, the things that, that stood out, those peaks that stood out above all of that floor noise. And we can look at those high points and, you know, find them valuable. And, and I'm trying to do that, I'm trying to remind myself of all the amazing stuff that's, you know, that's been there throughout the year. Um, the reason I was asking about the next year is because I have been so focused on this year 
and making it through on getting a schedule and trying to just keep up and like, you know, get things done and everything. And I haven't looked ahead and I typically look ahead, not, not very specifically, but like, oh, next year I would really like to be able to accomplish this thing. Or I'd really like to put this on the schedule so I can start working on it. And it feels like, it feels like January 1st is just a curtain I have not pushed through at all. And it's strange, not maybe not bad, but you were saying earlier that you, you like that or that's you, David. Mm-hmm. Is, <laughs> is there, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to ask about that. Is there, do you really like that or are you used to it? I think, uh, no, I, I, I think I'm used to it. Like, of course I don't want to be stressed out and overwhelmed and, and, and feeling like this all the time. But I, when I say that that is me, I, f- I do my best work when I put a lot of pressure on myself. Hmm. But okay. I am not my best human when I put a lot of pressure on myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. can, be, yeah. I can be cranky. Uh, I can be selfish. But that's when I'm putting out my best work. So there's that, that, that weird struggle between, between those two things. So, um, and it's probably not healthy to put a lot of pressure on yourself all the time so maybe all the time yeah maybe it's like a, a kind of season not seasonal but yeah a, an up and down yeah uh, right jimmy i mean do you like that or are you used to it it's what we talked before we get started and i say the minute i stop moving i just fall asleep <laughs> because i'm like a shark that needs to constantly be challenging myself and it's funny because from time to time, like with this trailer, I keep joking like how stressful it is and this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, I must like it because I keep choosing it. <laughs> Either that or, you know, it's – it's. I think back and like what an idiot I was. We were literally going into the television show. We, I got this trailer in March. I was like, well, we're going to start filming in April. I could probably get it done. I could probably get it done if I start like next week and I could probably get it done like while we're shooting. I'll just work on the weekends. I'm insane. There's so <laughs> many details. Like I really thought I was just going to figure out everything as I got to it. I mean, thank God Taylor jumped in and she started dealing directly with the client, the client of the client. I deal with the subcontractor and she went past him and spoke directly with the client and the colors they wanted and the types of systems they want. I, I wouldn't have been able to do any of that. I really thought I was going to start this thing in like April. The earliest pictures I have of this are my my birthday, April 3rd, and finish it like while we're working on the show by like June, April, May, June. I would have finished it in three months. It's nine months now, and I still have a couple solid days on it. But unbelievable. And, you know, the the, the huge hurdle of the electric and, you know, I just literally stood by as like an expecting father hoping the birth went well. But Patrick was the doctor and delivering the baby of this electrical system, and he did a fantastic job. And I, I mean, I, I don't know if he listens to this, but Patrick, thank you so much for really. I keep saying you saved me, you saved me, you saved me. The day we tested it all and it worked, I said, "Can I hug you?" And he, he got a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but I just wanted to <laughs> let him know that I was just so grateful because I said because without him, I would have just said, "Here's your money back. You can keep the trailer. I don't want to get paid back. I don't care." I would have given them a trailer with no windows in it, no interior. But just for, I want to throw this out there for everybody listening. If Jimmy DeResta offers to hug you, 
take the hug. Some of the best <laughs> hugs. Gotta say. Thank you. So yeah, so uh, I, I think you know I thrive on it, and it's it's really it's where you get the best learning. It's it's where you you come through the other side going, wow, I just did that. Like that's my like. For me, these are like my various like El Capitan and, you know, but I have something to show like these guys that like to climb rock faces and stuff like that. I think to myself, like those guys put themselves in such risky situations to then say, oh, I did that. And it's kind of in a way, it's like my little mountain climbs. It's like my dangerous yeah. situations, but the consequences aren't nearly as high stakes when I just go, eh, I failed. You guys could have all the parts back. Here's your money. Have a nice day. You know, I'm not falling off a broken rope, but- when I look at those types of challenges that I give myself, like in a, in an angry moment's notice, I'm like, forget it. I'm going to build the deck myself because I couldn't find a qualified person that I could trust. I was like, I'm doing it myself. Everybody leave me alone. And I'm almost done. And I'm really proud of the work I did, you know, and now I'm like, oh, I can't put my old porch poles back. That's going to make my work look like junk. So I'm like, Taylor and I are talking to a company that makes porch poles and we're going to buy a new set of porch poles. And so, like I said, each time I challenge myself, I come through the other side being like, wow, look back. Wow, I really did that. You know, a challenge like yesterday morning when I wake up, I go, I have to supply a video by the end of the day. And by the end of the day, I'm like, a tail's house, relaxing, falling asleep, going, wow, I did that today. Look, I threw salami on a piece of mirror. That's great. <laughs> so, I, it's you know, you really, I, the bigger picture, the bigger message is here. You only going to grow if you challenge yourself. Even if you fail, you're only going to get better. You're, there's, mm. there's no other choice. There's no other outcome. You're going to get better. You're going to get better to know that that's definitely not what I want to do, so I'm better because I have a better direction, or I can't believe I just did that, and it's actually okay. And, you know, the client or whoever is happy. You know, so these these big, big challenges that I have keep giving myself in this year obviously was no different. The challenge of working with... 35 people every day on my property and giving up the fact that my lawn is going to be destroyed for two years. Let's figure this out. You know, there's this more to life than having a green lawn without seven footpaths literally trudged through it that are never going to grow back. <laughs> but let's just see where it goes. You know, and I, the one thing as I get older, I'm beginning to realize like joking about that roller coaster ride where you're trying to hold on and not let the shifts rock you. I'm so much more easygoing these days than I was five years ago. Like, I'll come back to my house and Taylor will have organized my office. In the old days, I'd be like, where is this? Where I can immediately notice all my things. Now I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad I don't have to think about those things anymore. I don't mm -hmm. have to worry about where. Like, I'll just be like, she's like, I know where everything is. If you need it, just ask me. Don't panic because she knows how I am. And so more and more, I'm just like, oh, wow, I'm so glad somebody did that for me and I didn't have to worry about it. You know, I'd be so uptight about so many things. Or when people share in my shop, like with the television show, people share in my shop, everyone's like, doesn't that drive you crazy? I'm like, whatever, it's for greater good. You know, I could sit there and micromanage every minute of the day and make, make sure you put the battery back on the charger and whatever. You know, when you look back at the greater good, maybe your battery is lost under a table, but who cares? You know, we got yeah. this cool checks Mix TV show and we got, you know, a lot of fun stories and, you know, the bonding that occurred this year between the five of us is, you know, it's like, we, we like literally went to the moon and back together, me and Jackman and Derek and Pat and Gross. You know, it's like if everything else falls apart, you know, like 
the bonding that we had is 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 irreplaceable. So, and then even with the show producers, we developed really good friendship with some of those guys, and you know, I, I can't see them not going anywhere for a long time. Even if we never work together again, we'll still be friends. So, this yeah, I don't know. The bigger picture, challenge yourself. There's only the, going to be a good outcome. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Not taking advantage of every opportunity right now would be, uh, it, it could be very regretful down the road. Like I, maybe these opportunities won't be here 10 years from now. So say yes to everything right now while I can. And, you know, like I, I didn't plan on having the grandpa video and the toilet paper stand video this month. But when grandpa says, let's shoot a video, of course, like everything gets pushed aside. I'm going to put that pressure on me to, to make this video. And then this opportunity for another sponsored video next week. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can fit that in, in a, in a week when I lose two days to the holiday, of course, because it, it's, it's going to benefit me. Like I have uh, I want to expand the shop. I can't afford it right now, but that's part of the bigger picture. So it's just one of those things like say yes to all the opportunities now while I can, while the opportunity is there, because it might not be there in the future. So, You want to hear something funny? It reminded me of a story when you say say yes to everything. So I don't want to give away too many details or because it's not my story to tell, but I'll tell you the, the takeaway. A friend of mine called me and said, a company wants to give me a machine to demonstrate on social media. And I thought that was fantastic. And well, he called them and because of his association with me and, and a certain TV show, he says, okay, they said, okay, cool. We'll give you the machine, but you know, and he's like, great. And so they, okay, there's a machine in your city. We're going to send one to you. Oh, great. And then he gets the contract and he reads the contract and it says, you need to all these deliverables. He doesn't have to pay for the machine and he's not getting paid, but he has to do all these things. He's very, very artful guy. And he like read this thing and he's like, oh my God, this is constricting. I have to do all these things. I don't know if I want to do these things. I don't even have the machine. I don't know. And I called him and told him, I don't want to do it. And I was like, cause he called me and I didn't call him back right away. I'm like, what did you tell him? Because I told him, I don't want to. I'm like, why? You should have waited to talk to me. He goes, why? What's your advice? I said, just say yes. And when it shows up, even if that contract overwhelms you, just ignore it. I said, because if you do one thing that blows this company completely away, that's all they want out of it. This is just a standard boilerplate thing. This is just the things that they want. You know, they want a, you know, a video or a social media post like once a week. That's it's not a big, big deal. I said, what if that machine shows up and changes your life? And it, you know, it's a CNC machine. I said, what if that machine shows up and changes your life and you're direct, you don't have one now, but you're the type of guy that will take it and bring it like the thinking in a whole new direction. And you have no problem posting once a day because you're having all these self-discoveries. It's like, I didn't think of it like that. I just saw all those overwhelming things that I had to deliver. And I was like, I'm not sure I want to do that. I'm like, you don't want to do it now because you don't have the machine. You don't know how you're going to fall in love with it. You don't know anything. I said, and I made a joke. This is half of a joke. This is kind of has half truth to it. I was like, when I get a contract, thankfully I don't have to read my own contracts anymore. But when I get a contract- This is not read, legal advice, by the this way. This is not legal advice. Out there. This is not legal advice. This is Jimmy DeRest's <laughs> advice. There's two things I read on the contract. <laughs> the date it's due and what I get paid. Everything else I just go, okay, cool. This is how much I get paid and this is when it's due and I sign it. And I said, if that contract showed up, I would have said, I'm getting a machine and I got to do some social media posts. Here you go. But he he started reading the details of the this and the, the, that and the, that. Long story short, the machine was already en route. It showed up. He fell in love with it. 
And he called them and told them his dilemma. He says, I feel overwhelmed by this obligation. And they just said, don't worry about it. We'll renegotiate it. So all's well. Awesome. But he panicked right away when he saw this contract because he was afraid of the obligation. I was like, that obligation seems like something else because it's not what you do. But once this thing is in your shop and you're an amazing designer with an amazing limitless creative output, it might, none of this is going to even be a problem for you. So hmm. going into 2022, don't read contracts. Just sign the last page where <laughs> your name's supposed to go. And just <laughs> don't do that. Throw. I said there might be, I go, everything is obviously negotiable. Even when you're in a contract with somebody, you do one thing that like just throws, throws all rules out the window because it's so good, you know, and that's always, that's an ever present possibility. And we joked about this years ago. What if it all goes right? Hmm. You know, what if it all goes, what if it, what if everything goes better than you planned? Yeah. We all always just, we go into it expecting failure all the time. We go into everything just expecting it to go bad. What if you go yep. into everything just expecting it to be good? You know, try and flip those expectations, knowing it's going to be good, knowing it's going to work out, knowing, and then, you know what, I'll deal with the setbacks. I'll deal with the setbacks. I'm prepared for the setbacks. Instead of going, this whole thing's going to be a setback. I'll be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised if it works. No, it's a balance so, of those two I watched a movie, a very popular movie that I'm not going to say anything about because I don't want to spoil anything. I watched a very popular movie and one of the characters kept Spider-Man. saying, I expect, shh, I expect disappointment so that I'm never disappointed. And I think that's the same. I think that's like the wrong way to look at everything. I said, but, is that there's a balance of, you know, yeah. high hopes and, and you know, they, they, the guys keep asking me about the show. Like, what do you think about the show? What do you think it's going to be? I'm like, I have no idea. I really have no I have no opinion. Yeah. I have no, I really don't know. You know, if it starts tipping up and everyone's really happy, I'm so happy. If it starts tipping the other way, I'm just like, okay, that was a great experience. We'll just see what's next. I have no idea. And I'm not going to make yeah. a declaration. I really don't know. So there's a perfect balance of expectations. It's not like, but I'm not going to be like, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I do fun. always have that little hope in my heart that, you know, what if it all goes well? That's what we want. What if it all goes yeah, we well? can e- we can very easily assume that the worst case scenario is the most likely scenario, and that's almost never true. Um, I mean, you know, usually the the kind of middle of the road, like you're talking about, the not good, not bad, is probably the most likely thing. But why not hope for the best? And then if you're slightly disappointed, that's better than expecting disappointment all the time and uh, expecting the worst out of stuff. I just, I will say about you, you joking about the contract and stuff, people who get contracts like that. I mean, me personally, I hate legal documents. I hate seeing contracts because I get that overwhelmed feeling like I just, this is not what I want to do. I don't want to read this. I don't want to understand all of the things that I'm responsible for. I don't mind being responsible for them, but I don't want to read the thing. And, um, so for anybody who's dealing with getting contracts like that about your work and stuff, what Jimmy, I think, is probably trying to say, maybe not, you can tell me if I'm wrong, is that all of that stuff is boilerplate. They just send something out because they've used it before, and almost everything is negotiable. If a company really wants to work with you, they really probably want to work with you and are willing to change those terms to make it yeah. work for both sides. I mean, I, you know. I, I wouldn't recommend signing something and then hoping you can change it later. But I think a lot of that stuff is probably flexible before you sign. You know, so mm-hmm. don't be afraid to go back to people with 
requests and with changes mm-hmm. and stuff. Most most brand deals that you know a lot of YouTubers or Instagrammers work with, it's there's not a there's not usually this big long contract. It's like some bullet points uh, in an email. Like, do you agree? And, and yes, and so, you know sometimes there's a contract and it's real simple. Every once in a while you get the crazy one where it's like six pages. But well, one time I just responded back with like, I my lawyer is out or I said something like I would have to send this to my lawyer. This is too lengthy. Uh, I'm going to pass. And they came back with just a simplified one page. This is what we mm-hmm. want. Ooh. And, and they changed it. So, um, That's you know, awesome. sometimes you can, you can, you can throw the contract out the window and have them rewrite it. And you can pretend yeah. like you have an army of lawyers. You can. That are willing to take it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send this to my legal team. <laughs> See what they come up with. Chippy. Chippy's my legal team. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're over in uh, almost an hour in. You guys got anything else you want to throw out about the year or the coming year? I mean, I have, um, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't, we have an after show to do. I have a phone call at 11 and I forgot to prepare for this phone call, or at 1130, I should say. And I forgot that I have to do a little bit of prep for this conversation. And it's, and it's for a product that I've been, wanting to do and i don't think it's going to go anywhere but i still have a call with this company at eleven thirty. so i kind of want to push this along i don't want to be rude um let's go but let's do it but all right slide into 2022 yeah yeah it's it's i'm i'm full blast into work mode not no sleep <laughs> no sleep till january 1st <laughs> no sleep all right cool well let me thank our patreon supporters yep. and you guys can figure out what you want to recommend oh. big thanks for the entire year, to everybody that has helped us out on Patreon, who's supported the show, like I said, most of the cool notes and awesome, you know, responses to the shows and stuff that we get are from Patreon supporters, and we're really grateful for everybody. Even the people who supported for a while and then don't anymore, I mean, it still means a lot. So, um, big thank you to everybody over there, especially our top supporters, because they have stuck around and have all of these people have been very long-running supporters of what we do. Grateful for Odin Leather Goods, Full Steam Designs. He's new this year. Uh, Rich at Lowen Designs, Blondie Hacks, Fun Kiss Artistic Creations. You can make this too. Chad from Mancrafting, Works by Solo, Albers Woodworks, and Corey Ward. But like I said, there's a whole bunch of other people that have stuck around for a very long time. Yes. And helped us out. And we are Thank you. very, very grateful. I mean, we can say we're grateful every week. And we go through the same spiel. And you may not really believe it because I basically say the same thing every time, but it's the truth. It really is. We are thankful. It's because of you Um, guys that we don't have a a sentence cut right in half to be like, are you thinking about getting life insurance? You know, like like I'll be in the middle of like a really like poignant sentence and all of a sudden it's like, so what have you thought about, you know, some dumb commercial that gets plugged in? Yeah. Guys, I just so. I just did the thing we were talking about a second ago. I just said I have a phone call with this product company at eleven thirty. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but I got to get ready for it. Like, uh, what if what if it goes right? What if it goes what right? If it goes right. That's it's right. going to go uh, right. What do you mean? So what if it goes I apologize right? for for that. That's cool that you caught that. Yeah. I didn't catch it. Yeah. So uh, so hang on. Let me finish the Patreon thing real quick. If anybody else wants to join and get the after show, this is the last after show of the year. Uh, we're not doing a show next week, but you can join now. Join next year. Either way, go to patreon.com slash making it. We really appreciate you. Take it away, David. Okay. Gonna... So it's been a really busy week. 
And I usually watch a ton of YouTube. I know Bob doesn't watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a ton of YouTube. YouTube is my mm. my television. But this week I have not watched much. So it was a really hard pick. But there's this viral video of, uh, it's called Keeping a Grocery Store Lobster as a Pet. Have you seen this? <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch it, but I saw it pop up. No. Um, it's got like. A uh, hundred billion views. I watched it and I was like, "Oh, that's 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 heartwarming," and that's a fun video. So that is that is going to be my video. All right, popping <laughs> up. I keep skipping. Uh, I want to talk about uh, because we make the podcast. I did it this week, and it's out today. Actually, today's Wednesday. It was out this morning. So check out uh, Vincent Nathan and me. I was really relaxed. Hopefully, I didn't say anything too stupid. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we talked about just life and making. Life is life is a maker. Cool. Uh, I got two. One is a specific video for um, a couple weeks ago, maybe last week. I don't really remember. I talked about a channel called Mike FN Garage. He does car stuff. Um, but a couple of di- and and CT is another channel that I've talked about. These guys both do Carmen Gia and auto restoration and whatever. And so. CT is learning a lot from Mike, and so they, he talks about Mike's videos a lot in his videos. Anyway, he was CT was trying to patch this part, this compound curve of the Carmen Ghia, which I'm going to have to do a ton of this stuff, like a ton of this stuff. So I was very interested to see what he did, and the whole time he was like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. This is wrong. I'm going to try this again. A great approach. So then Mike made a response video to him about this is the way that you make the specific piece that you were talking about. And showed a very simple, less complicated, and better looking version of this little curved compound curve patch panel um, to put in. And I thought it was really cool because it was just two, it was somebody trying to figure it out, and I totally respect that. Somebody else responding with just, hey, give this guy a break. He's trying to learn. Here's some helpful information. And I really respect that. And I don't know either of these guys or anything, but I, I thought, that exchange uh, with YouTube as a way for them to share that information and ask for help and stuff. I thought it was really cool. So, and it's just, it's, you know, sheet metal fabrication. It's nothing amazing, but I liked the fact that they were talking to each other through videos and, and I got to learn from it. That was really cool. The other thing is um, a Kickstarter from Jocko. Oh, yeah. Jocko did a Kickstarter, which I backed immediately. Um, it's called No Shortcuts, and he's doing an online course about product development and about how they create a company based on a product and turn a product into like the whole the whole thing. And I cannot wait. I'm chomping at the bit for him to get started on this thing because I want to listen and learn. Um, yeah, so it's a it's an online course. There's different levels of information that you get and interaction you get and all that type of stuff. And it's still got several days left, or maybe a couple of weeks. I don't remember. Um, it's worth it. If you're at all interested in that type of stuff and making a company and making products and developing something, I mean, I just know him well enough to know that it's worth it. Go invest in yourself by investing in a thing that he can teach you. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. That's what I got. You guys got anything else? I guess that's it. Okay. Thank you everybody for listening. Happy we, New Year, we everybody. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. I love and, you, uh, 2021. We will, we will see you love next you. year. Love you, 2021. <laughs>